TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back at a Chuckery Show. Hanging out at the Key Studios Friday night with you. 404-726-0929. That is the Solomon Brothers Diamond Text Line to be a part of the show. Well, day three in the books for Atlanta Falcons at uh, training camp and uh, – here to break it down for us, our buddy, Michael Rothstein. He, of course, the Falcons beat writer for ESPN. ESPN.com is where you can check out all of his work. He is on Twitter, at Mike Rothstein, and joins me on the waitfor.com hotline Atlanta Sports. I, I mean, it, well, is it called, it's not called Twitter anymore, right? It's X oh, now yeah, or I, I guess Y I, yeah. or Q. Yeah, but I, I don't do all the other things like InstaFace or Graham Books and all that kind of stuff. Hey, so. I, I am on. You can find me on the X or Twixer or whatever, and Threads and Blue Sky. I'm on all of the social media. Yeah, I, office, I, I don't do any sewing. <laughs> I don't do any sewing work, so I don't know anything about the, the the whole thread thing and whatever like that. So, but anyway, Mike, um, let me ask you about. Let me start with the secondary a little bit. Um, you know, again, we've seen some good performances so far in the secondary. You know, does this look like a much improved group? I mean. Injuries and other things caught up to them last year, but does this group as a whole look much better this year in the secondary? Yeah, but they should. Uh, and that's for a few reasons. One, A.J. Terrell is a year older. Two, Richie Grant is a year older. Three, their biggest free agent acquisition was Jesse Bates, who is one of the best safeties in the NFL. And Jeff Okuda is a guy that, I mean, listen, he was, I covered him in Detroit as a rookie. He was the number three overall pick. He's very smart. He just dealt with a combination of horrific coaching and then injuries in Detroit. Uh, and then really when he did get to play a little bit last year, you, you saw a little bit of, of what's there, right? And, and it was really good for him to get a fresh start. And they have, you know, I, I think maybe a, a real gem in – at nickel in D. Alford, because he was a guy who this time last year was a roster long shot, frankly. Like his name was starting to pop up, but then he inter- I remember it was, I think he had like interceptions in like six or seven days, or maybe it was like, it was, it was wild during training camp last year. It just seemed like it was almost every day he would get an interception. And then Cornell Armstrong got hurt and D. Alford made the team. And now this year he's, lining up in camp as the starting nickel. And by the way, when we're talking about it too, there's depth because Jalen Hawkins right now, who was a starter last year, opposite Richie Grant, he's looking at like the number three safety right now. And you could maybe see him play some nickel as well down, down in the box. If they go for a three safety look, he's had the best camp of any player right now. 
Mm-hmm. He, he's had two picks in the first two days, and he had a pass breakup today Today that could have been an interception too, potentially. He, he seems to be playing at another level. I asked him whether he's more motivated because he's in a contract year and also because of the situation he's in. He, said, he played that off and said, no, this is how he does it, regardless, which is true because last year he also had a huge camp. So I expected them to be better because the talent, I think, is better and, and younger too because Casey Hayward's good, but Casey Hayward is also on the back end of his career rather than potentially entering the prime of his career, which Jeff Okuda is. How does Clark Phillips look uh, in these first few days at camp? I mean, listen, he had the one splash play on Thursday that a lot of people saw, the interception uh, on, on in, in an individual route where he stepped in front of Drake London, and a lot was made of it. It led to Arthur Smith making a joke about the Pac-12. Drake London kind of got a little bit salty about, about it. Clark Phillips has not talked with the media yet. No rookies have spoken with the media since rookie minicamp. Uh, so we, we don't know what Clark Phillips thinks, but he, he's played well so far, but there's no pads on. It's not a full speed situation yet. Uh, wake me in two weeks if he's still making these plays, you know, and it's not yeah. a knock on him, but he's a rookie corner is a very hard position to transition to. And listen, he could end up being very, very good. There's no doubt about that, but I'm not ready to go there after three days with him, at least as far as some of the rookies. Uh, Matt Hennessy got injured uh, today. Any kind of word about what you saw out there or, you know, any kind of updates about what his injury was and, and maybe yeah, you know, any I, kind I of saw, thoughts? Yeah, I saw the injury happen. It, it wasn't exactly clear what had occurred, whether it was a back or an an ankle or a knee or some sort of you know leg situation they they were definitely looking at his lower body he was down for a few minutes but like sitting it and he wasn't like writhing in pain he just was kind of sitting there you could just kind of tell like what what happened type situation he did get up he walked off the field on his own and into the training room i actually saw him after practice and he was walking around a little bit which to me that's a good sign now, Arthur Smith said he's going to have an MRI today. They'd update on the severity of it potentially tomorrow. Matt Bergeron, the second-round pick, took his place at left guard. It was thought that that would be a competition. It so far had not been. But this is a potentially a chance for Matt Bergeron here. I don't know the severity. For the Falcons, you don't want to see that because you want Matt Bergeron to be able to work at his own pace and not get accelerated at all necessarily because Matt Hennessy is a good player and when he was in at left guard last year and this is a position he had barely trained at all before really this offseason because he was trying to be the starting center at this point last year and almost won that job he's you know he's getting acclimated to it also but he played well I thought last season he was probably their second best left guard after Elijah Wilkinson so it will be very interesting to see what happens there. Obviously, the Falcons hope it is nothing serious, but I have not heard one way or the other what that will be. I anticipate that, that we'll hear something tomorrow on him and on Eddie Goldman. Mike Rothstein covering the Atlanta Falcons for ESPN, joining me here on the WaitFor.com hotline. So is Jalen Mayfield a candidate to make the swing tackle kind of position? I mean, is that – I mean, they've obviously been working him out there and bringing him back to his natural position. So how's he looked, and, you know, does he look like he's getting back at it? Or, I mean, you know, can can he make this roster at the end of the day? 
I, I would say TBD, John. And, and the reason I say that is because there's no pads yet. It, we, we have not seen anything that can tell you one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Offense, for offensive linemen, the real competition will start Monday. Because I can believe the first day of pads will be Monday. And that's when we really get to know. Because right now, how much are you able to do in shorts? They're going a lot of walkthrough speed, a lot of slower speed, except for a little bit in team. But you're not having really any sort of contact. That that job and these roster spots on the back end of the offensive line are going to be won in the joint practices in Miami, the three preseason games, and then the culmination of basically not getting beat by an improved defensive line during the day-to-day of camp. And the defensive line so far has been a, a problem. But again... I'm not reading too much into that just yet because on the face of it, they look good, but uh, wake me when pads come on, you know, type of situation. I think he's got a shot to make this team. Uh, I I would not call him a lock by any stretch of the the imagination, but understand as a rookie, he was thrown into an awful situation through no fault of his own because Josh Andrews got hurt literally the day after cuts. He gets hurt 48 hours earlier. We're maybe talking about a completely different situation for Jalen Mayfield where he's not put in a situation where he needs to be a starter. Like that, that, that's what we're talking about here. And then he, he obviously had a rough go of it. Last year he was dealing with back injuries, and then when he came back they moved him to tackle. And this is his first time really since kind of that very brief, like when he came off of of, of uh, injured reserve and – they, they, you know, they, they, they didn't activate him. But really since this time as a rookie when he was playing right tackle because Caleb McGarry wasn't back yet. Right. So this is the first time he's really had a chance to do that. And I think there's less pressure on him in terms of, like, he doesn't have to worry about winning a starting job because he's not going to beat out Caleb McGarry for the starting job. He's not going to beat out Jake Matthews. If he can be their third or fourth tackle, he does have some, obviously, experience at guard. That's not the end of the world. It would not shock me if he makes the team. Like, I, I know that fans, there is a subsect of fans that will be apoplectic if he makes the team. But don't be apoplectic. He's got some talent, and if he ends up being your fourth tackle, it doesn't even mean he's going to be active on game days. Like, chill. Like, that's a good person to have with guard tackle flexibility if he ends up being your fourth tackle. He's not going to end up being a starter here. So Mike, at least the, unless there's injuries. So Mike, the Falcons did make a move today. They got they they signed Justin Ellis as a defensive tackle. Help me understand the Eddie Goldman situation. Did he not reach out to the Falcons about coming back and playing, and then now? He's, yeah, I mean, like, I, what am I what am I missing with this whole thing? Honestly, I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and pretend. And we what we do know is it's a personal situation and. Listen, this is a guy who he opted out in 2020 due to COVID. He came back in 2021, and he talked about how, you know, it really took a toll on him sitting out, and he was very excited to come back, and he played 14 games in 2021 for the Bears. Then he signed here last year in July. He, last, he didn't even get to training camp last year and retired 13 days later. He did show up. He has been here, or at least was here on Tuesday. There was a picture of him walking into the facility in an Argentina soccer jersey. And there's, you know, Arthur Smith said today that he came in in phenomenal shape. He looked phenomenal. But 
Who knows? I don't have a great answer. It's very clear that it's some sort of personal issue that's going on. But Arthur Smith, when I asked him very directly, is he potentially going to retire again? He, Arthur Smith said it's a possibility. And then he actually doubled down a little bit and said, great possibility that that happens. So to me, the fact that they are reportedly signing Justin Ellis, the team has not announced that. I have not been able to confirm that yet. There, that's just a report out there from NFL Network. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that would tell you all you need to know, I think, about that situation. Now, it is also possible that they maybe are making another move. I, I'm, that's just my speculation because they do have a couple of other guys hurt. Obviously, Calais Campbell is on the NFI list. And that we will, we won't know much about him for at least another week. Um, it, I'm not even going to try to say his name. The undrafted free agent from Rice has been out for he, at least today, and I saw him kind of in a little bit of a boot, and he's got some tendonitis, so he's dealing with some stuff too. So you know, who knows? This could be something related to Matt Hennessy too. Like that—that's the thing here, right? Like we don't know for sure, but we do know that a decision on Eddie Goldman is, is coming one way or the other, and. If you want to read tea leaves here, one one could easily surmise that A is going to equal B. But, you know, who knows? To me, Eddie Gold, the Eddie Goldman situation was always house money, if that makes sense, Chuck. Right, because, right. Yeah. Because they weren't expecting him. Right. And then he, he approached them and said, hey, uh, I'd like to come back. They had the contract. The contract holds from last year. And why not? I mean, literally, Arthur Smith said it today. It was a no-lose situation for sure. the Falcons. If this happens, okay, fine. If he, They weren't counting on him. It's not like he was expected to be a starter. Frankly, I don't even know if he 100% even makes the team because they have some good depth there. They do like Timmy Horn. They have Taquan Graham, right? So it's not like some absolute lock that he's there. He's not going to be a starter unless there's injury. He wasn't going to be a starter unless there was injuries. So – he ends up coming out and, and, and pushing and be, pushing for playing time, and that's fantastic for you if the if you're the Falcons. This is the other option of it, but I don't think it's I don't if if Arthur Smith says tomorrow or they announce tomorrow that he's been cut or or he's retiring again, my I'll say okay that was it's interesting, but this is not going to affect them one way or the other. So they do have nine to ten million dollars, whatever the number actually is. To play with, you get the sense that they, I mean, there are some na- at least names out there, but I think that there are some guys that could help, um, not saying starters per se, but guys that could be rotational players. Do you get the sense that they're going to use some of that cap space and, and bring some guys in? Or, you know, you think that they feel pretty comfortable barring injury? I'm not, I'm not talking about injury. Yeah, I'm of talking course. about, I'm talking about just, you know, the, the idea of bringing in somebody else, you think they're pretty comfortable or you think that they look at making a move? I, th- I think they're pretty comfortable, but I, I would say at a few positions, they're an injury away from not being comfortable, mm-hmm. uh, which is the case for most teams around the yeah. league, right? Like uh, they, have, they have an injury, a wide receiver, if it's a, one of their kind of top two or three guys, that's a concern. They have an injury at running back, that's a concern just because of the lack of, Depth. They have really good talent depth, but they don't have numbers depth. I mean, they have four backs, right? You know, uh, defensive. I would say linebacker, inside linebacker. They're one injury away from having some real questions there, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Depending on who that guy is, right? 
safety, they're all right. Corner, I think they're, they're okay. But obviously, if it ends up being one of their two starters, it, it becomes a thing. So part of it is that, like, you want to have money to make a move if there's a guy you want. The other piece of it is this. You always want to have three to four million in operating budget for the year because injuries are going to come up and you need to be able to pay some guys. And you don't want to have to restructure something after what they've done to get out of the cap hell that they were in. And then the other part of it, too, guess what? If they have cap money left over and there's not anybody they want to sign, they get to roll that over for next year when they can have more money and be players in free agency again. And and maybe, you know, depending on what happens with Desmond Ritter, you need to be a player in the veteran free agent market for quarterbacks. So you need the money there. So uh, to me, just – and this is something that, that always kind of – I want to say irks me about fans sometimes. They're like, oh, have cap money. Well, sure, but you want to spend that smartly and on players who can help you instead of just throwing it around willy-nilly. Like, so right now they, they've done a good job, I think, with assembling this roster, and they're going to hold on to that money just in case they need it because – We've seen it. Look at look at Cincinnati, right? With Joe Burrow. Look at Miami with Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey, who knows how long he's had? Well, okay, Miami might want to be in the corner market, even though they have some depth there. Well, okay, you know, Atlanta. I mean, look at let's Matt Hennessy is a good example, right? Like if they feel Bergeron's not there yet, which would be completely fair, by the way, if they feel that, if they see it for a couple of weeks, because you know you you don't want to put him out there too early and then risk messing him up for his career like oh i don't know Jalen mayfield potentially so you want to hold on to that money because maybe you go get a left card but you know or 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 a center if you choose to move drew dolman a left card like so it's good to have that money in case you need it and that to me is i think what they're doing mike rossi covers the atlanta falcons for espn check out his work at espn.com i like his notes uh, that he posts up there every day at practice. I always, Mike, I always read through all of your notes uh, every day, so I uh, appreciate you. I know you did that just for me. Uh, so. Oh, I do. I mean, listen, I do. I, I do it just for you because I know you know you're not able to be out there and 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 you need to be able to see it. I'll, listen, truthfully, I mean, the only note that I that matters to me is the last one every day, which is about the music at practice. Yes. I mean, that's the one that yes. really matters. I, yes. And but you want to know something funny. I hear as much about the note every day about the music and the playlist and our partial playlist, because if I posted the entire playlist, it would be the entire notes package. Right. Um, than I do about any other note that I publish. I, I, so, yep. you know, it matters, but it gives a flavor of what's going on. Like I remember the first year I did the notes, you like, why are you mentioning the music? And I'm like, I'm just trying to put you here, man. Like it's also, <laughs> it's supposed to be fun. This is sports at the end of the day. Like let's, you know, take a deep breath, relax. But I think the vibe is so much different now among the team. I would even say among the fan base a little bit to an extent than it was two years ago because there were expectations two years ago because of Matt Ryan and Julio Jones for a second. And, you know, they had such a veteran team. This is a young team. This is a team that, you know, I think people have some expectations for, but not huge expectations for. That makes this, to me, a bit more freeing and I think you've seen that within this camp. Their younger team, there, there just seems to be some excitement about these guys within the team that I think was there a little bit last year, but, but I've noticed it way more than two years ago.
And by the way, you could follow him on uh, his Twitter or X or Spools or whatever they're calling these things nowadays. It's Twitter X threads. Yes. Guys. All right, there you go. Uh, at Mastodon, I think. Instagram, yeah. I, 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 I think I even saw the Clubhouse account, if you remember that from the days of, of, uh, of, yeah, of COVID. MySpace. Um, so he's got. I he's do not got, have a MySpace okay, anymore well, or a okay. Friendster all right, well, you, or you, an Napster. Yeah, you got, you got all the music. So at Mike Rothstein. So. Check him out. Mike, as always, buddy, appreciate it, man. Thanks for a few minutes on the show tonight. Obviously, we will chat again very soon here. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime. Thanks for having me. You got it. Uh, when we get back for the top of the hour, we'll be time for the Falcons' flyover. Uh, we'll hear lots of clips. Uh, Arthur Smith, uh, Lindstrom, Alford, Nielsen. We've got a lot of guys we're going to hear from tonight on the show. And I'm going to give you a great stat, a great stat about Chris Lindstrom. Chuck Green and Kia Studios, Sports Radio 929 The Game, the Odyssey.com app. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 